Coming up today on the Inroads podcast, we sit down with Barry Britnell. He's the host of Lessons from the Land, the Gospels, and the new Lessons from the Land series that's coming out sometime next year on the United Kingdom of Israel. It's an awesome conversation as we talk about the origins of the Lessons from the Land, children's content, and where we go next with that. That's all coming up on the Inroads podcast. All right, Barry, uh, it's so good to talk to you, and we're excited to be talking about Lessons from the Land. Um, we actually, you remember, shot that uh, back this summer, a hot Texas summer. In, yes. That was that was where we did production. So um, first of all, kind of talk to me about the origins of Lessons from the Land. How did it get started about that thing? Right. Well, um, a number of, as you know, uh, I lead tours over to Israel. And um, one of the gentlemen who went with me on a tour several years ago is a gentleman by the name of Craig Fielder. I go to church with him. And uh, at the time, he was a, a deacon at our church and was involved in helping to set up all the classroom schedules and things like that. And he came to me one time with a, with a concept of coming up with a series of lessons called Lessons from the Land, in which we would take things that uh, are either geographically or cultural-based and uh, show how they apply to scripture and then just make practical application for them. And so um, I did that and created, uh, I think at the time, 26 lessons that I taught uh, over a quarter or maybe over two quarters at church. And um, uh, it went well. We just kind of saved the notes for that. And then um, as uh, you and Craig and, and I were discussing um, what to do with our next thing with Appian Media, uh, this, this idea of lessons from the land kind of came up. And the original lessons that I wrote were actually for adults. It was for an adult class. But um, one of the things that we realized as we got involved with Appian Media is that uh, although our initial series, Following the Messiah and Searching for a King, were originally um, made for, uh, I guess I would say young adults, uh, we found out that everybody liked them, but we wanted to uh, create something that was really geared toward children. And so uh, we took these lessons from the land uh, lessons that I wrote and um, uh, modified them a little bit uh, to make them more applicable to elementary students. And so that that right there was the kind of the, the birth of, uh, of this idea in this video series. Yeah. And, and you know, as you mentioned, we, we took following Messiah originally um, and what, you know, you and I both know we were hearing from uh, families, from churches that were, were trying to retrofit this material that was really kind of meant for high school and above for yeah. younger kids because they were pulling stuff out of it. And we said, wow, it'd be awesome if we could create a whole series of videos just for kids. Um, and so I guess, you know, this one that we're working on right now is about the United Kingdom of Israel. So this is going to actually shadow Searching for a King, which we we shot a couple of years ago. Um, tell me a little bit about what it was like to write and produce this set of videos that we shot in Texas. Well, you're right. Uh, we assembled all of this material and it came it, it kind of had its childbirth from searching for a king. We wanted to create a yeah. series of lessons that was applicable for young children that was really based on the time of the United Kingdom. And uh, as you know, in our video 
you know, the history that we've had. Sometimes we leave uh, film on the floor, on the cutting floor that we would <laughs> like to use again. And so there was some room here to use some of that as well. And so, you know, we started working on a series of lessons uh, about the United Kingdom for, for children. And uh, the production, uh, as you stated, took place out in Texas. We flew out to Texas to a studio out there. We were able to film this. Uh, it was actually kind of a difficult shoot for me personally because um, I had just been to Israel and uh, flew home literally on our Friday yeah. from Israel. And on Monday, my oldest son got married. And then two days later, we were flying out to Texas uh, to film these uh, to film these videos. And so uh, by the time that we got to Texas, I, I was still really jet lagged by the yes. time we got out yes. there. And uh, we kind of had an aggressive schedule because we wanted to try to, to get as, as done as quickly as possible. But we um, we shot 13 lessons uh, in, a, in a whole day. It was a long day, but it was a good day. And uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing these things uh, finished out and then, of course, given to everyone. You know, it's it's funny. This is the second time we've shot these uh, stand-ups for the lessons. Um, and we both times we've done it all in one day. Maybe... Yeah maybe we're going to learn something eventually and say, you know what, maybe <laughs> yeah. we should break this up into a couple of days instead of trying to cram yeah. it all. In. But you're right. The team really, uh, they really stepped up and, and it did. And so talk a little bit about Texas specifically. The first time we actually went to Georgia, um, mm-hmm. this time we chose Texas. Why, why was that? Well, as you, you're right, the first time we went to the Biblical History Center in LaGrange, Georgia, and just on a side note, if you live anywhere in the Southeast United States and you're a student of the Bible, I highly recommend uh, spending a day there. The, some of the displays and everything that they have are just really incredible. And uh, we were able to use their facility one day and uh, got some great shots. Um, but we decided that we wanted a little bit more texture with this one. And so uh, we were actually able to... Uh, work out of a place called Capernaum Studios, which is just northwest of the city of Weatherford, Texas. And uh, it was actually really, really nice. Uh, we, the day we were there, we had full run of the place because we were the only people there, the only people doing any sort of production. And so it allowed us the ability to, um, you know, not only put all of our equipment everywhere, but have full access to all of their, everything they have to offer. Uh, we shot a number of scenes on what they would call their back lot, which was more nature based. You had uh, hills and trees and little, you know, uh, streams and things like that. Then we shot a number number of scenes in their city, you know, uh, place yeah. where you had buildings and uh, and rooftops and small rooms and nice little angles to get the shots that we wanted. Yeah. And so and for those of you who uh, might be fans of the chosen TV show, this is the location where they shot a lot of season one and part of season two of that show. So this is a legitimate uh, movie studio. And, uh, you know, as you were saying, Barry, they have a, a first century village, which is set up kind of in a square to look like uh, like it would in the first century. And so we got to kind of explore that area. Right. Yeah, that's right. It uh, You know, I don't think we chose the area necessarily because. The chosen had, had filmed there, right. but it was definitely a side benefit. It was it was very interesting uh, for myself as a fan of that show to uh, you know walk around the corner and there I, I was standing in front of Matthew's tax booth, and uh, and then the more I kind of explored the area and the more I've actually gone back and kind of rewatched some of those episodes, I've been able to find different areas 
uh, where they shot those scenes is very incredible how they do that. And hopefully we did the exact same thing uh, yeah. with the production. I'm going to be really interested if we have some super fans of the chosen and of Appian media, if they're going to be able to point out <laughs> yeah. a spot where the chosen yeah. shot, and then we turned around and shot it in that same. Yeah. So that'll well, and cool. I'm sure that if they have really keen eyes, they'll be able to find a lot of places like that. Yeah, absolutely. So looking at this set of lessons from the land, I, and I have it pulled up on my phone here, just some of the different uh, topics that we cover. Uh, we start with uh, an episode about a, a land out of order, talking about the judges. Uh, we talk about archaeology. We talk about Israel's enemies. Uh, of course, we talk about the three kings, David uh, or Saul, David and Solomon. Yeah. Were there some really good, rich uh, topics that come out of this that will be applicable for kids? Well, I, I think so. Um, the to me, I've always been very interested in the, in the period of the United Kingdom. Uh, that first lesson that you mentioned there, that list, a land out of order. You know, you can't read the last um, couple of chapters of the book of Judges without blatantly understanding that these were people that uh, they were in the land that God had promised them, but they they were just lost mentally and spiritually. I mean, they were just, they just really just couldn't couldn't identify, you know, with what they needed to be. Uh, and then Samuel is born. And once Samuel is born and he becomes a judge in the, in, in the country, you see some changes taking place. Uh, Samuel does a great job of, of, of uniting the people. And uh, then that starts the series of, uh, of kings with Saul, David, and Solomon. And I think that's very applicable to what we see today. I mean, there's a lot of ways in which our world today uh, is a lot like those last couple of chapters in, in the book of Judges. Uh, it's just, they seem, just seem to be lost and people are, are not thinking about God, thinking about themselves. And uh, it's up to us to be like Samuel and to unite people in ways that points them toward God. And that's exactly what, um, hopefully young people, as they're growing up, they can learn to do so that by the, by the time they're our age, uh, they are the leaders that we want them to be, uh, not only in our churches, but also in our families and in the world in general. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you about just, just making children's material in general. Um, how valuable do you think it is for children? So we're talking elementary age children to learn about the geography, the culture, uh, and, and the archaeology, which no doubt we get into in this set of videos. Uh, how important is it for them to learn those things early versus just maybe learning the facts of the Bible? Well, I think, obviously, the earlier you learn anything, the more it's ingrained in, in, you know, in your life and in your mindset. Um, and especially that's especially true with children. I actually come from a, a uh, a short history of children's materials. My mother, um, probably 40 years ago, created a series of Bible lessons called Yes, Jesus Loves Them. And these were Bible lessons for children. And so when I had the, when we had the idea about creating these for children, um, I, I thought, well, this is kind of nice that, that my mother did such uh, hard work in creating these. And now I'm kind of helping a group uh, do this as well. But I think, you know, instilling this knowledge in children is very important because um, in our media driven 
society, um, kids ingest a lot of information via uh, all, all sorts of media, video, uh, especially is the strong one right now. And sometimes you watch so much video that you just think of these things as stories. And when you read the, the stories in the Bible, you, you can think that as well. It's important for kids to realize that these were real people and these were real places. Uh, and the events in the Bible really did happen. And once you've once you've kind of established those in your mind, then you've got a choice to make. And that choice is, what am I going to do with this information? And how is it going to affect my life? And um, the, the earlier we can get our children to believe those three things and then to start to think about how they want to affect their life um, really goes a long way into pointing them in the direction that we want them to go in. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking with Barry Brittnell. He is the host of Lessons from the Land. Uh, the Gospels, and he's also the host of the new Lessons from the Land. Uh, we're calling it the Kings. I don't think it's got an official name yet, but it is about the United Kingdom of Israel. Um, and Barry, we're so excited to talk to you. I want to ask you, did you, when you first met Craig and I, did you ever envision that you would be one day hosting a children's series? Uh, no, absolutely not. I mean, <laughs> the first several conversations that uh, you and Craig and I had together um, were really uh, about uh, logistics with regards to travel, uh, specifically traveling to Israel. Uh, you had this wild and crazy idea about creating these uh, biblically accurate videos to be used, and you were just contacting me for information about uh, how would we travel over there, where would we stay, where could we go, what kind of places, uh, what kind of shots could we get over there, and things like that. And, uh, and then, of course, you know, as the idea matured a little bit, um, and once Jeremy uh, DeHutt was brought on board, uh, there was kind of this idea of, of me, you know, Jeremy and I maybe tag teaming this a little bit. And so that's, the, that's how it kind of developed. And then, then yeah, here we are with uh, Lessons from the Land, not only the, the first set that we had in the Gospels, but also this new set uh, with featuring the United Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Well, you are endearing. And I've heard people say it before, you know, the hat, just the way you yeah. talk. I mean, it's just all very comforting. And uh, Uncle Barry is the way I've heard people <laughs> refer to it before. So uh, I think it's probably a very endearing term. But well, I, I, I'm very passionate about geography. I've always enjoyed geography and I've always enjoyed, of course, the Bible. And uh, I've always enjoyed travel and trying to help people, um, you know, maybe push the envelope a little bit and, and think a little bit outside their, their comfort zone. And so uh, I love showing people, uh, you know, not only physically in my tours, but also with these videos showing people, this is what the Sea of Galilee looks like. And this is where Jesus walked on the water. And these are where many, so many of the events happened. And so uh, I think that is uh, what drives me with all this and what always gets me excited about every time we come up with a new idea for a project. Yeah, absolutely. You may not even know this, um, but Appy Media actually just shipped 35 workbooks, Lessons from the Land, the Gospels workbooks to uh, a group of Christians in Zimbabwe, Africa. Really? Yes, we did. Um, and I know there's been other orders that have come in from different congregations. How does it make you feel to know that material that you're hosting and that uh, we've created has made such an impact on the lives of, of kids? Well, it, I mean, it's, it's completely humbling. Uh, it, it truly is. 
Um, I think that, uh, you know, living here uh, on this earth as uh, children of God, we all have a role to try to, to reach as many people as we can uh, and talk to them about God. Um, for uh, up until a couple of years ago, uh, my life uh, with regards to that was just like nearly everybody else's. And that was uh, you try to reach uh, the people immediately within your environment, whether that's the congregation where you attend or the the friends and neighbors that you have um, and being involved with something like this that has allowed us to reach so many people across the globe with knowledge of God and the stories of the Bible, um, as I said, is, is incredibly humbling. And there's a, there's a large responsibility with that as well. We are, all of us at Appy Me are dedicated to making sure everything we create is biblically accurate, because if it's not biblically accurate, then, then we've got a bigger problem. Yeah. And that's definitely not what we want to do. We want to create things that are biblically accurate because we want to push people uh, toward God and toward his word. I'm going to put you on the spot for a second. Do you have any okay. cool stories about people who have used this material that you can share? I've well, got one, you know, but you go ahead. Okay, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was, and it's it's somebody who used following the Messiah, um, but I, I I love telling the story about a high school kid that walked up to me after a screening one time, and said, "You made the Bible cool," and, and thinking, "Man, that this doesn't how the Bible was cool anyway." But what it was is it put it in their mind into a different category than maybe than it was before, and. I can only imagine that the same thing goes for this lessons from the land material is that a young child is seeing this and going that they're putting this in the same categories. They might be putting some of their other activities and right. that's exciting. Yeah. And not only lessons from the land, but the other materials that we have made as well, whether it's following Messiah or searching for a King. Um, I, I can't tell you how many people have walked up to me and said something like, I never realized that's what the Sea of Galilee looked like. And what's interesting to me about that statement is I get that statement from eight-year-olds a lot, yeah. but I also get that statement from 80-year-olds, mm -hmm. you know, people who are so wise regarding the Bible, um, so much more than I can almost ever, achieve, you know, aspire to be, um, but there's something in there that even they picked up on and they learned and that no doubt they will use uh, in their next Bible class that they're teaching. And so uh, uh, I love knowing that uh, what we're doing is having an impact uh, like that, giving people the tools they need to help spread the gospel. Yeah, absolutely. So of course, you know, uh, for our fundraiser to raise the funds for lessons from the land, um, post-production and the writing of the workbooks, we are raising money as well for sacred selections because we want to give these books and DVDs to uh, the families who have adopted through sacred selections. How does it make you feel to be partnering with an organization or collaborating with an organization like sacred selections? Do you feel like our, our missions uh, align well? Oh, well, absolutely. Um, ever since I heard of uh, I became acquainted with Sacred Selections uh, several years ago, which is the same time frame as, you know, not only yourself, but others I'm sure that are watching. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been very, very impressed by 
not only their mission and what they're doing, but how they're going about doing it. They're just so effective with what, with what they're doing. And they're having such an incredible impact, uh, not only on the families who adopt these children, but on these, on these children themselves. I mean, these, these children themselves are, their lives are drastically changed in a very, very positive way um, because of the work Sacred Selections is, is doing. Uh, Sacred Selections has had an incredible impact on not only the Appian Media family, we've, we, we've have, we have that even with our Appian Media family, but uh, friends here locally where I live, people that I go to church with, uh, have, have all benefited from uh, this incredible organization. And uh, I think what we're doing at Appian Media and what they're doing at Sacred Selections, uh, the missions overlap so tightly in a number of ways that I'm thrilled to be able to work with them in this way. And, and looking forward to um, not only raising the money today, but then working with you, Stuart, to get these things shipped uh, to these families so that they can start using them in their own homes and, uh, and uh, with their friends and neighbors as well. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's very satisfying for sure. So. Well, we've been talking with Barry Britnell. He's the host of Lessons from the Land, uh, our children's series, and uh, we're excited to release the new series to folks. Hopefully it's coming uh, sometime early in 2022, and we're saying kind of end of quarter one, beginning of quarter two, so sometime that's late spring, um, but uh, of course we need your help in order to make that possible, uh, so please donate to that. Thanks, Barry. We really appreciate the time. Thank you, Stuart. It's good to spend time with you. Okay, we hope you enjoyed that conversation with Barry Britnell. He is such an awesome person to talk to, and he is so encouraging and so full of energy when it comes to uh, teaching the Bible and teaching about the lands of the Bible, the geography, the culture. Uh, it's just such an interesting conversation every time we sit down and talk to Barry. We're thankful for him. Uh, so if you're listening to this podcast and it's the week of Giving Tuesday 2021, so that's November 30th through the following week, we are actually doing a fundraiser right now. For every $100 we raise, we're giving a Lessons from the Land, the Gospels family study pack to a Sacred Selections family. There are 350 families who have adopted through Sacred Selections, and we want to get these study packs into every family's hands. And for every $100 that you donate to Appian Media, we're going to do that. So you can go to our website, appianmedia.org. You can donate through our app. Just look for the app in the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. Or you can donate through Facebook or YouTube. Any way you donate, we'll get that money and we'll put it to good use getting these workbooks into the hands of Sacred Selections families and the money raised is going to finish post-production on the new Lessons from the Land uh, series on the United Kingdom of Israel. So, two great organizations that will benefit from your donation. We encourage you to give. Thanks so much for listening to the Inroads podcast. Until next time, we'll see you later. The Inroads podcast is a production of Appian Media. To learn more, visit appianmedia.org.